Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. If you're looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casinos as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Polina Edmonds, and today's episode, I'm going to break down the ladies' event that just happened at the 2021 U.S. Championships this past weekend. I'm so happy that Nationals was even able to happen with the craziness of this year and the pandemic affecting so many people's lives. It was outstanding that the U.S. was able to hold this competition and that all the skaters were able to perform for their season. And also, it was just super interesting to see how the girls improved after Skate America. So let's get right into it. I'm going to start off right now with Gracie Gold. I think she made significant improvement since Skate America. There were mistakes in both programs, uh, and with that being said, she's not competitive yet. But the comeback process is long and hard. We know this. And for her to make such significant progress since last nationals in one year that's huge that is huge for her and it's such a great step in her skating journey and especially this year with no competitions to practice nationals is that much harder on a comeback and so I really applaud her for really going after everything you know she went for the triple let's triple toe and that is something I think is so awesome and I'm so happy to see her going for the best elements at the hardest competition of the year. After, you know, missing skating for a few years, it shows such a great mentality on her part to go after that hardest trick. And a lot of girls who hadn't even had injuries, you know, or aren't in a comeback process, they aren't even attempting the jump. So I give her such respect for being able to go out there and do it. That's confidence on her part, and she needs to keep it up. I do want to talk a little bit about the way that Gracie presents herself during these competitions, and I've talked to her about this in one of my previous podcasts, but we really got into, you know, why she's continuing to skate and how she's doing it for herself. She missed skating. She wanted to continue and see what was left for her and end things on her own terms, And with that being said, I think that her attitude a little bit when she competes, especially after her program, she's always very hard on herself and she tends to look a little bit defeated or disappointed after her skates. You know, this has to be her walking the walk as well as talking the talk. And she says that she wants to skate for herself. She's not skating for anybody else. It's for her. And that's awesome. That is such a great mentality to have during a comeback. But it is a really long and hard process. It's not going to go, you know, easy. Success doesn't come quick. 
And so her knowing that, I think she needs to not look so defeated after she skates and instead put a smile on, give herself a laugh, you know, wave to her friends and family. If she's good to herself, other people are going to do that too. They're going to support her too. So I think that's what she kind of needs to do now. I'm excited to see how she continues to improve this next year. Okay, next, Star Andrews. So this was definitely not her best outing, especially with the short. Ice is slippery. What can I say? <laughs> I was surprised to see what she did here because I I don't believe in skaters bombing their programs if they're really trained well. I thought in her short program, she was a little bit sloppy at the end. And I know there were mistakes in the elements that she did, but she still needs to skate to the fullest. Dropping your choreography doesn't show a fighting character and that is something we need in our athletes for that champion mentality and so I think she needs to work on the presentation of her program regardless of how she performs the elements. She had technical mistakes in both programs and ultimately the content is not hard enough to truly be competitive so she needs to work on the content a lot. She's grown a lot this year and she needs to adjust her skating to that. So yes, I'm hoping that she can continue to improve and develop and I think she has a lot of potential. Next up, we have Audrey Shin. So I was really curious to see how she did after her Skate America debut. I definitely had my eye on her on this competition. She made mistakes in the short and at this stage in her career, she needs to hit everything to be competitive. She can't afford to make mistakes if she wants to break through into the top six. She had a really good triple let's triple toe, but she needs to be confident every time she goes out, every time she does it. She had a great triple let's triple toe in the beginning of her long program, and the rest of the program was really strong as well. Then she did a double axle triple toe and she fell on it at the end of her program. To me, this was just a moment where I was like, you got to do your best jumps at the highest quality at the beginning of your program. You know, don't waste that combination on the end of your program when it might not be as good or, you know, you're burnt out and you're going to fall. I understand the whole 10% thing in the second half of the program, but my mentality towards it is make that 10% up by doing a gorgeous jump at the beginning with amazing quality rather than a mediocre smaller one later. I just don't think it's necessary to do that. But overall, I think she has great abilities and she has great style. She just needs to work on her consistency. Consistency during the season is really important. And I think that's why when you do great, you need to be rewarded. And when you don't, you're not rewarded. Again, Skate America, Audrey did amazing and she needed to medal. And here, she didn't do as well. Doesn't medal. It's kind of how it goes. Next, we have Lindsay Thornburg. So I was really pleased to see a young skater with such strong technical abilities. I thought she did a great job. She made some mistakes. I think she needs to work on her skating skills. She needs to develop more artistry, which takes time. I think her skating is almost kind of robotic right now, and she needs to flow her movement more so that it really touches you. She also needs to pay attention to making things look easier in terms of extension on her landing position and her transitions. They just don't look quite natural for her, but 
as she grows and she really comes into herself as a skater, I think she has really great potential and I'm really looking forward to seeing her progress. Mariah Bell. Her short program, to me, her jumps were off-kilter and scratchy. There wasn't a lot of flow and ease to her jumps, and I also thought that she seemed to hold back in her choreography. She just didn't seem as free as she did when she skated at Skate America. She had a disappointing free skate. She made a lot of mistakes. I feel like skating after Brady, she could have maybe listened to the scores and been nervous already, but it's really important that an athlete can handle everything, anything that's thrown at them. It shouldn't matter what your number is, your skating order, who's competing before or after you. You have to show what you train. There shouldn't be any excuses. I think she was definitely hyped up going into this competition by U.S. figure skating. To me, it seemed a lot like there was buzz around her name before this event. Uh, And ultimately, I just don't think that hype is good because athletes need to prove in any situation that they can skate well. And I think the additional pressure of hype on any athlete isn't good to their performance or their competitive mindset. I think without two triple triples, she isn't competitive internationally. And that's something that she really needs to work on if she wants to do well on an international level and if the U.S. wants to send someone that they want to win. She is a beautiful skater. Her skating is so pleasant to watch, but, you know, beautiful skaters aren't competitive without matching that with the tech. So that's something she needs to work on really for that full package. But on the artistic side, Mariah is definitely an it girl when it comes to classic, beautiful skating. Next, we have Alyssa Liu. She looked very different to me at this competition. She had different presentation. I didn't even recognize her at first. She looked very stylish and put together. She looked great. She did a clean short program, and that was an excellent example for everyone to see someone coming in and doing her job, regardless of any hype coming into it. She was simple and confident in her execution, and she just, she set herself up in a good position for the long program, which is what every skater needs to do with the short. She had a really good long. There was a mistake with popping one of her triple-triple combinations. She did a double flip. She needs to work on the height and the distance covered in her jumps for that senior quality. She just doesn't look quite polished yet, if that makes sense. The program didn't leave me with any emotional impact, personally. I think she needs to continue to develop her artistry, which takes time, and she needs to work on her skating skills to be more willowy and flowy in movement. I think going into this competition, Alyssa had hype to her name being a two-time national champion. I feel like USFS has put a lot of time and money into her name. They've given her so much hype in the last two years and, you know, she went through a huge growth spurt this year and that's unknown for skaters. You know, a lot of the time skaters who do go through growth spurts, like we don't know if they can end up handling their new bodies. I think Alyssa's doing a fine job handling her growth changes. I think she's right on track and she just needs to continue what she's doing. 
That being said, she doesn't have her triple axle or her quads anymore, which is really a huge reason why the USFS was really pushing her name out there, right, to be competitive for the next Olympics. Now that she doesn't have that currently this season, I was nervous about what the judges were going to do with her based on her reputation for being, you know, a past champion. I think they're really giving a true chance to other skaters now to be in contention for the next Olympics. They're not just kind of blocking the way with the same names. And Alyssa still has a good of a chance as anyone going into the next season. I do know in California, it's been really hard to try to train with all of the lockdowns from the pandemic. So kudos to Alyssa for skating well under the circumstances of this year for her. Great job. Uh, Really, success is earned at every competition. I think now what Alyssa needs to do is find what makes her skating special other than quads or triple axel. Because now she's on the same playing field as the other ladies, just doing the triple-triple combination. So she needs to figure out what sets her apart. It can't just be the jumps. It has to be the whole package. With the new year comes tons of new big games in sports. With big games, you need big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. Visit kansascitystakes.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos perfect for game day. Plus, get free shipping with code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, at checkout. Try out the snack pack combo featuring small plates with big flavor, mini beef wellington steak burger sliders, mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrapped in bacon, oh my god, that sounds so good, Every order is flash frozen, delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Basically every cut of steak imaginable, plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, and so much more. Again, go to kansascitystakes.com slash game day and use the code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, at checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks. Big games, big taste. Karen Chen. She skated so well here. Really happy to see her do well. There were some under rotations in the short, but she had good quality execution of the elements in the long other than that loop. I thought she did the best job of performing full out. She was emoting. And you could see even through the screen, her whole movement and commitment to the music and her choreography. That's really good to see because... You know, there were there were other gorgeous skaters at this event who kind of showed nerves and timidness, and she didn't. You can see a really great combination of choreography and her ability to interpret that, as well as the technical content. Still, mistakes make it hard to lead, uh, so she needs to be confident and reliable in her skating if she really wants to be competitive And I think in order to really be competitive internationally, she needs triple-triple combinations in both programs. I think if you hold yourself back, it shows you aren't as competitive and you're really just fighting for a spot on the team, but you're not trying to win. And that seems more like a mindset of participating rather than trying to get on the podium. I think you have to risk it all to win it all. And I think she can definitely do it and she needs to have 
that iron head where she just goes out and she just does her job and performs like the beautiful skater she is because she's got it all. She just needs to do that content. Angie's list is now Angie and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Amber Glenn. I'm so impressed with what she did here. She showed her triple axel in the warm-up of the short program. Oh my god, amazing. We have one girl in the U.S. who can do it and has showed it and can be competitive in the world stage with this element. She went for the triple axel in the short program, but it was her first attempt with nerves and competition, so understandably it wasn't successful, but it's great that she went for it. Step by step, if she continues to practice trying it, she's going to get more comfortable and she just has such a big opportunity to be super competitive globally with this element. Amber, my advice to you on that triple axel is, you know, only you can do it for yourself. You have to remember and bring the same timing and strength of snap to every single try that you do. You have it. You learned it. You can show it. Go get it. (laughs) She had the best triple triple of the night in the short program in terms of quality, and she had a clean long, and it was awesome to see her mental strength and consistency in both programs here. To be competitive, I think she needs two triple-triple combos in the long, you know, going up against girls internationally who are doing a lot of technical elements. That is something that I think she's capable of and she should try to do uh, in terms of points and difficulty. Overall, I think her jump execution and quality of skating is superb, and she has the whole package of being a strong, beautiful skater on the ice to match that tech content. And I like that she matches her softness with her power in her skating style. And it's it's very unique. Super, super happy to see her podium here. She really deserved it. And last but not least, Brady Tunnell. Once again, strong skates from her here. It was great to see her come out and skate so solid. In my opinion, her first triple let's triple toe in the short program was short on the toe loop. She is very energetic and she brings a lot of fun to her skating. I really like her spirit because she steps on the ice and she's ready. And she just enjoys performing and showing what she's got. Overall, the program was great. In the long, she had the most difficult technical program with two triple triples. One in the second half, and that she hits so well. It is so, so impressive. I could see her improvement in her choreography since Gate America. It was great to see. I really enjoy watching her because she just looks really happy on the ice. She's got great reliability in her skating. I don't feel any doubts about her and what she's going to do. She's proved it over and over again at all of her competitions that she has it and she can show it. Nothing disturbs her. You can see that she's prepared and she's just ready to execute. She's got a champion mentality and it shows. I'm wowed by how rock solid her jumps are. Great job, Brady. It was such a well-deserved gold. 
Overall, it was really great to see strong skates after such a crazy year. But I think everyone needs to keep in mind that two triple-triple combinations make you competitive internationally. In a world where skaters are doing triple axles and quads now, to bring a triple-double combination in your program, it just shows that you're there to participate rather than truly compete. So I think our ladies have the capabilities and the potential to do this, and I think it's something that they need to start going after and being more confident with. I had some questions on Instagram that people were asking me about the ladies' event, and so I'm going to answer them here for you now. First question was, did they select the correct ladies' world team? So they selected Brady and Karen for Worlds this year. Brady, no question. It's her spot, and she's super reliable. My opinion for the second spot is that it should have gone to Amber. She has more difficult content and a triple axel. In terms of mental strength, I think Amber and Karen are pretty equal. They both have similar consistency, and... With Amber being the silver medalist, she should have been chosen. I think Amber skating a clean, long program under such huge pressure on herself, making no mistakes, shows great mental strength on her part and reliability. Another reason why I think it should have been important for her to compete at Worlds this year is if she were to make the Olympic team next season, she needs to be known in the world to go and actually be competitive and try to win, try to be on the podium and not just participate. I had experience going to the Olympic season without international exposure, and I think that's something they can't afford to do with Amber because she is so competitive. She has the technical content and abilities. She has the triple axel. I think she needs international exposure, and she needs to have the judges ready for her and know her next year. So if she does end up going to the Olympics, she can be looked at as a top contender walking in rather than just trying to be an underdog and just participating. I think Karen was chosen because of her experience with the Olympics in 2018, and she's been on a world team before, and she has a resume of participating at all of these big events. I think just because she's participated before, she hasn't really shown results at these global events as being in the top top and so I don't think that she should have been chosen ahead of Amber who finished second. In an honest way of looking at it, I think Amber earned it. That being said, I hope that Brady and Karen both skate very well at Worlds. If it does happen, hopefully it happens and I hope they earn us their three spots because that's really all we're looking for at this Worlds because we want those three spots for the Olympics. Okay, next question. Olympics, who are the top contenders to make the team? So assuming that we'll have three spots, I think Brady is a no-brainer. And then judging off of this Nationals, I think Amber is a serious contender as well based off of her technical ability and her performance quality. The third spot, I would say, is pretty open. I think we have a really good mix of girls, and I think they should all have the same opportunity to make the team. So it will be very exciting next year. Next question. Do the U.S. ladies have a chance to compete against the Russians? 
I'm pretty skeptical about quads and triple axles in general, but uh, we have women skating. I think our girls, if they have clean, difficult programs with triple-triple combinations, have a chance. If the judging is honest and real in terms of artistry and quality, they have a chance. Next question. Why weren't under-rotations being called at nationals? So there were definitely under-rotations. It was obvious. Uh, And it's disappointing to see the judges not be honest because everyone works extremely hard. And it's understandable sometimes that some people under-rotate, some people don't. There's a lot of reasons why. You know, it could be lack of sleep, it could be nerves, etc. It makes the score completely different and it makes completely different champions. It's tiring seeing the same faces and knowing who's going to win before they even step on the ice, right? And to see people scoring so high with improper edges and under rotations, it's just not really appropriate to see. That being said, the reason is because it's nationals and they're not going to be called because for better or worse, these girls are our top girls who we are sending out to represent us and compete internationally. And the U.S. has to score them high to stay relevant and on the radar with the other countries that we're competing with. Next question, how would we better groom the generation behind the top six? So I think something to focus on for skaters in the next generation is I think triple-triple combinations should be number one. That is something that everyone should be going for. And I think we should also be focusing on well-roundedness. You know, skating skills should be heavily focused on so that we're not just jumping beans, but we we have the whole package. In the U.S., there's so many talented kids. I think they're going to continue to be many more beautiful skaters, and I think they need to give the younger generation more opportunities and competitions and camps to make them ready for the big stage. Last question. Did watching make you want to be there? (laughs) So I like this question. Watching definitely makes me miss seeing everyone. And of course, I do miss skating. I miss being at the best of my game and coming to nationals and doing well. But living my life without pressure is so nice. It's so much healthier for me. It's just better. And I don't miss the stress of competing. I don't. So I like watching and it's actually very interesting. I can't wait for nationals to be open again, you know, to the general public. I would love to go and watch in person and be able to take my podcast there and actually talk to skaters and do stories. So we will see. But one thing I thought was really interesting is when I was directly competing and I would watch events, I would look at skaters with such a harsher eye and all of their mistakes were so obvious to me. They were so big because I was a competitor. So I was watching what they were doing wrong and I would be focusing on that so much. And now that I'm not competing anymore and I'm watching, I look at these skaters with less of a critical eye, if that makes sense, less of a harsh eye. And I'm I'm specifically looking for the attractive qualities behind their skating and what makes it so good. And so even when they do make mistakes, I feel so much more positive energy towards their performance because it's just more uplifting to look at how beautiful their skating is and what makes them unique and special. And 
support them in that way. And it's, it's really funny to see the difference between when I was directly competing. Yeah, I really like just supporting all of the girls and watching them have their moments. And yeah, I wish them all the best. And I, I really can't wait to see what everyone does. Okay, so that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to it. I really just want to say that this season has been insane. This year has been insane for anybody living through it, all of us. And I think these athletes have done a phenomenal job just getting through this year with training and practicing and everyone is setting themselves up well for the next season which is a very important season is the olympic season and these skaters just need to stay focused do their job and can't wait to see what big things happen for them i hope you guys enjoyed this episode please let me know what you think subscribe to my channel give me a review give me a rating and follow me on my instagram that's where i'm promoting this my username is at paulina edmonds it's also on my website www.paulpower.com check it out (laughs) Yeah, let me know what topics you want me to cover, what interviews you want me to do, and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.